Welcome to In the Name of Game. Welcome once again to In the Name of Game, a video game podcast. Today is June 30th, 2011. Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of our show. Uh, I'm your host, Iggy. I'm your co-host, David. And uh, yes, we're back. Sorry for last week. We were all scattered in many directions, but uh, we're back. And um, we also have uh, some items. Or well, let's let's do one item this week, just so I don't run out of stuff uh, to give away. <laughs> I basically have a bit of leftovers from E3, and uh, considering these are things I'm probably never going to wear, <laughs> might as well give them to our wonderful listeners. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, I also have a beta code for the Uncharted 3 multiplayer that I'll say in a little bit. And, um, Damn. Yeah, and we have our, our first fan mail. But first, uh, do you want to talk about some news first, or should we just jump into one of those? Let's save the giveaway for a little bit. But, uh, but now, that, yeah, now that we've enticed our listeners <laughs> with some, <laughs> we will be giving away some cool stuff later. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then... Uh, yeah, let's uh, talk about this a little bit. So, uh, for those of you who haven't heard, uh, very uh, just uh, earlier this week, on Monday, I think, right? Mm-hmm. There was a Supreme uh, Court ruling which basically declared it unconstitutional to ban the sale of violent video games to minors. So, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about oh, this? Stupid. This, this is so stupid. I'm, I'm glad it, it didn't work because... Um, uh, our wonderful Leland, Leland Yee, who's been a thorn in most video gamers' sides for, for quite a while, has been <laughs> continually trying to pass uh, Assembly Bill 1179, which would basically say um, uh, it would ban uh, violent video games uh, from being purchased by minors. And not only that, it would also fine any establishment that would try to sell them to minors and that sort of thing. But it goes beyond that. And a lot of gamers understand this from the get-go that um, it's it's definitely a dangerous element for uh, the media as a whole because other other things, movies, books, uh, TV, are not restricted in this way. And I th- I'm glad that at least most of the judges seem to realize this because you know once you start this ball rolling, if this worked, if this bill had passed without any um, any uh, opposition, then uh, it probably would have just opened the door to a whole bunch of other stuff. And actually, I have a quote here that's pretty popular. People are, are saying that, um, let's see, the judges stated that video games qualify for First Amendment protection. Like protected books, plays, and movies, they communicate ideas through familiar literary devices and feature distinctive uh, features distinctive to the medium. And the basic principles of freedom of speech do not vary with a new and different communication medium. Now, I know Leland Yu is probably trying to do something that would make him look really good to parents, because a lot of parents don't, um, no offense, they don't really take responsibility for what their kids are, are playing, you know? If, if you don't want your kid, your five-year-old kid <laughs> to be playing Call of Duty, maybe you shouldn't buy it for them, or maybe yeah. you should actually take an active interest in, you know, what they're playing, instead of, you know, plugging them into a corner and going off and doing something else, you know? Absolutely. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, no, this is, I mean, it, it bears like a, a faint similar resemblance to the, uh, the bill that was attempted to be passed in, uh, in California just about a year ago with McDonald's. You remember that whole thing? No, what was that it was one? It basically like, um, they were trying to ban, uh, McDonald's from, in California from like selling, from including toys in the Happy Meals. Oh, was and it like enticing them to get fat? <laughs> exactly. That was the oh, idea. God. And really? Thank, thank goodness the, the judge threw it out. And the judge literally said, he was like, no, like this, <laughs> this is a responsibility that should be with the parents, not with it. Like McDonald's shouldn't have to suffer through this. Like it's the parents' responsibility whether or not they bring their kid to McDonald's, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, <laughs> and th- I think the same thing goes for video games. It's like if they, yeah, like. The, it's up to the parents to really kind of, if they're going to provide any censoring, you know, like they should be the responsible ones, not uh, 
not the companies. Right. So. No, I, I definitely agree. Because it's just a very slippery slope. Maybe he wasn't thinking much about it by, by trying to pass this bill. But there's just way too many people that would love to exploit it. And once you get that little foot in the door, it's like, yeah. okay, there goes video games. You know, like, what will constitute uh, a violent game at a certain point, you know? Like, will a little cartoony violence all of a sudden be, you know, restricted or, or eventually censored? You know, it's, it's a very dangerous um, element. So I'm glad that somebody, you know... Well, so I, I have a question. Like, um, so when, you know, like when the whole... ESRB rating thing started to to bust out, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like was so like we were probably I can't remember the exact of the year, but it was like circa 2000 when they started like slant, you know, video games started to get like the rating on it. Mm -hmm. Like this has been rated M for mature and all this stuff. And uh, but I remember like you know in in my tiniest town in the universe that I grew up in, where all we had was like a Walmart basically, yeah. <laughs> like a place for us to get video games. I do remember, for at least for a short while, I'm not sure if Walmart was the only company doing this, but I remember when the ESRB started to like get popular. I mean, it's still being used now, but I mean, like, yeah, yeah. new. There was a time where it was like this, where it was like, well, if it's above a certain rating, you have to show proof of age when you purchase well, the game. Yeah, that's how it is now. I mean, that's how it's supposed to be now. A lot of GameStops and that sort of thing, ideally, are supposed to be carding people if they, you know, appear to be too young and are trying to buy, like, um, uh, what's something really gory? I mean, actually, even call it... Huh? <laughs> Harvester. Harvest. <laughs> uh, Harvester. Uh, I don't so, think Harvester had had a rating, did it? Right. It was pre-rating. Yeah. So, how is... So, I'm... So maybe we could clarify, like, how is something like that different from something like this? Would this just, well, like... Well, uh... the, the clear difference is that it's a voluntary thing. And there needs to be... I mean, once you make it mandatory, and then you also give them the power to determine uh, what constitutes violent or what constitutes, uh, constitutes a mature game, right. uh, that, like I said before, not to repeat myself a ton of times it opens like the floodgates because that can start chipping away at other things so um yeah right now it's voluntary and you know the esrb is in place and they are yeah i mean it seems kind of redundant in a way that this guy is trying was trying so hard to get this to pass because the esrb is already in place to try to prevent minors from you know <laughs> dipping their fingers into something they probably shouldn't be at that age um Crazy. I think maybe I was, um, maybe I misinterpreted this news story when I heard it because, like, I think when I heard it, my in my head I was thinking like, oh, like so. Therefore, the idea or what the bill was attempting to do was to ban the sale of anything above a certain ESRB rating. But it's not like that. Is what it is, right? It's just any violent game that's determined to be violent well the descriptions kind of i mean i didn't really go ahead and read through the entire bill right. <laughs> it's usually kind of not the lightest reading um right. but yeah in, in the the most general sense it's prohibiting the sale of video games to minors violent video games to minors but and not actually just based, huh? not just based on like the official esrb rating but just well based it didn't seem like it, it didn't seem like he either decided it was a decent enough rate. I don't know, like, it, it doesn't mention ESRB, which is probably him saying, or Mr. Yi saying, like, oh, you know, the government needs to determine what what's violent and what's not. That's bizarre. What? Yeah, well, that's why it didn't pass. <laughs> Seven yeah. to two, so thank goodness somebody's paying attention, you know. So a lot of times, some of these bills, it almost feels like they're trying to see what they can get away with, what can slip through the cracks. And fortunately, enough people were paying attention to this bill and didn't let that happen. Huh. So, um, yeah, a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, Joystick.com, for example, says the uh, Supreme Court's decision was just as much a victory for the First Amendment as it was for video games. So it's not just video games. It's, it is also making sure that, you know, some of the basic elements of our, the foundation of our government stay in place and don't get altered. Because once you, you know, once you start altering it, ugh, that could yeah. be a mess. Um, oh, and of course, Colin is online now. <laughs> right after we finish talking about all of that stupid 
stuff. <laughs> God, you got he's got the worst timing. I'll add him. God hey, damn. Hey Colin. <laughs> Welcome God to damn. the podcast. Stop. It's sleeping the middle in. it's it's the it's the middle of the day, but I slept in. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, but we were just uh, to to recap, which doesn't need to be recapped. Um, you just talking about how the bill was um, was thrown out. But well, law was thrown out. It was law. It was not. You know, you've seen the cartoon, right? It wasn't just a bill anymore. It was a law. What's that Assembly Bill eleven seventy nine? Was it? I thought that I thought that Schwarzenegger had signed it though. No, 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 no. It was signed and then struck out by the court. Uh-huh. Before it could be enforced, thank God. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're just mentioning how, you know, we're glad that didn't happen. Um, okay, so <laughs> now that we're done talking about that, um, there's some other interesting elements that actually started happening this week. And um, uh, one that I think actually goes into many different games is how everybody seems to have a big hard-on for free-to-play. Like everything's play. turning free to play. Uh oh, I think I know where this is going. Well, no, no, it's it might not just be it might not be what you just uh, are assuming. TF2, Team Fortress 2, obviously is free to play yeah. now. So that's the big thing because Valve can just <laughs> afford to say, "Hey guys, we made so much money, so much on this game, and <laughs> on on Steam, on Steam in general, we're we're so loaded and we're so talented." They hate. Let's let's share the wealth. Let's do stuff that that no other company will do, and just say, here, here's the game. Well, you don't even need to pay the. You, you know, once in a while on on the Steam sales, Team Fortress would be like two dollars. Forget that. We don't even need that. We don't need your chump change. Just just you know, free game. Dude, no, that no. wasn't chump change. I mean, when they went on sale, I, I mean, Gabe said it. Like when it went on sale, they'd make buco dollars. Yeah. It's crazy. But what's funny is like it's not like what these other guys are doing with free to play, where there's a catch. Like where you kind of have to buy certain things if you want to get ahead or whatever. No, it's it's the exact same Team Fortress game that we've been playing for how many years now. It's just that, you know, if you want to buy a hat or something that has nothing to do with being able to play the game well, that's when you put your money in. But that was what was happening before, when it wasn't free to play. So it literally is, I think maybe the only game I can think of that's free to play and still exactly the same as the original paid version. Which is awesome. Um, in a lesser note, but maybe still important to some of you geek, geeky uh, MMO people out there, um, World of Warcraft has gone free to play up to level twenty. So, really? Yeah. That yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, that's uh, that was more recent. Um, that was actually just the other day. So yeah, they're obviously trying to get there. It's like blood in the water. This whole free to play thing. <laughs> so everyone's like, "Oh my god, we have to make something free to play in our game because it entices people." And I admit, if I if I didn't hate their their design so much on that <laughs> their art design on that game, I would probably try it again. I was but, just gonna uh, say, I, like, I just, go on, David. Sorry. I was gonna say like. <laughs> Like it's on a lesser note because you hate the game, <laughs> but One in reality, I... it's probably an even bigger note because it's so damn popular. It's really po- well. The funny thing is, You're most gonna get people so much hate. Man. I know <laughs> most people who uh, you know are big fans of it already subscribe to it. So this free to play thing really isn't going to affect them very much. But right. this is the perfect enticement for people that would normally be me. That, um, you know, hey, you know, this has been super popular. We know you don't like paying monthly fees. So here, just, you know, you, you get a, at least I don't know, a couple days worth out of it if, you, if you're if you just playing WoW all day, getting to 20. And well, then, actually, getting to getting 20 now is like not a couple of days. It's a day at most, oh, I would really? say. Oh, really? Yeah. So cause... maybe that's not that good of a deal then. <laughs> Well, yeah, they're just trying to, you know, it's like the, that's like you said, it's the blood in the water, it gets everybody's veins pumping, you know? Yeah, but uh, Steam also had a bunch of free-to-play stuff that came out recently. Um, Spiral Knights uh, was the one I tried, only because it had the TF2 hat if you played it up to God a certain damn it. point. I'm sorry, I wanted the hat, it's really awesome. You are the disease, you are the disease. Hey, it was free, <laughs> how is that a disease? Ugh. Anyway, um, yeah, it's a, it's a neat uh, night kind of. Now, do you call it salad? S a l l e t salad? Salad? I don't know. I don't know. I don't speak um, French. It, it's for the soldier class in TF2. So if you just play, maybe it wasn't even an hour's worth of, of spiral nights. You could unlock that hat. So 
That was fun. Um, and also, huh? No, nothing. <laughs> I actually, I actually started playing a, f- a free-to-play this week that I'm sure everybody's been playing for a long time, which is uh, League of Legends. Huh. Which is surprisingly fun. I, for some reason, in the back of my head, I was assuming it was basically like StarCraft II, which is not. I mean, yeah, it's it's Dota-based or whatever, but um, it's actually pretty fun and it's a lot more accessible to me because I can't do that all that crazy micromanaging that they require of you in, in StarCraft II, right? Or StarCraft in general, right? Well, it's just like, it's like any RTS. Yeah. Any RTS is like that. But League of Legends is a lot easier for me to pick up and, and mess with. And man, that, that werewolf guy is my favorite. Warwick, he's, he's the best. I, it's one of the free-to-play, the few free-to-play games that I actually did plunk down a couple bucks to buy that character because he was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, so in, in general, free-to-play is really exploding. And I think maybe it's an interesting um, model to use because it'll lure people in. And then if your game's up to snuff, then they'll want to stick around and contribute to it. Right. Uh, it. It's a good measure of if a game is good or not, honestly, because even if it's free, if it sucks, <laughs> you're not going to get people playing it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's kind of a backlash against all the, you know, it's kind of like people, I don't, I don't know if people were sick or, you know, I'm sure companies aren't sick of charging for a game and then adding stuff on paid content on top of that as well. Whereas now they're kind of taking the path of we'll give you we'll give this to you free, but if you want more, you know, you can pay for it. I mean, Whereas in the past it's, they've charged for the original package. Like like you say you say you pay for COD, mm-hmm. but then you had to pay for all the maps and stuff. Now it's just like if they gave you the game free and you can pay for the maps on top of that, which I you know, it's it's a, it's a shift in it's a shift in the paradigm if I want to sound fancy, but. I mean, I think it's a lot more agreeable than, you know, having to plunk down $60 for a game and then half a year later I have to plunk down $15 for more maps and shit like that. Well, sure. it, is, it is a bit of a risk, though, because that whole first portion of the game that is free, you know, you're not, they're not getting money from that. Right. So I've noticed a lot of the games that do have this free-to-play either are games that have been out for a long time, so they've kind of exhausted their, their large chunk of, of profit, that they could have gotten, or it's kind of a simplified game to begin with. So that means they're probably not plunking a ton of money into the budget for, for making it. Um, or they're making it <clears throat> as a model that's very easy to make uh, expansions or add-ons for. Right. So, you know, in the long run, it's not going to cost them much to keep adding to the game. There's like a ton of iPhone and iPad games that are like this right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you get, you get <clears throat> 10 levels free, but then the next 75 levels are you pay x amount exactly so. yeah and i i think um it's a it's a very interesting uh model to use and it's it's more, a lot more recent than the, the typical stuff and it, it won't work with everything either a lot of you know for example they're never going to make uncharted free to play or something like that a lot of the times these free to plays are either almost like puzzle games or uh, multiplayer games because yeah. it, it that's the lure if you have um a single-player game, it feels kind of like uh, it, it's harder to lure them back in because they sure. just played a big chunk of a game. Like I, I played Fallout New Vegas, and that that's quite a it's quite a lot of game. As as, as buggy as it, as it <laughs> is, a lot of game. It's a lot of game for you. Oh man, I love a woman who's got a lot of game. <laughs> okay, that's, oh, that's silly. <laughs> womp womp. Anyway, womp, womp. Um, no, 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 so. Once you kind of exhausted yourself on that, not a ton of people will necessarily flock to the DLC. There still will be a bunch of people, but you would not be able to make that a free to play because in the long run I don't I don't quite think you'd be able to profit as much as you could with these like smaller uh game types. But yeah, a lot of MMOs uh, are are going the free to play route. Uh, Champions Online just went free to play uh, along with that was one of the Steam games that did that. Um and it's funny too because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Champions Online was the one that tried to do, um, you know, pay a ton of money up front for like a lifetime subscription or something like that. So I'm sure those people are probably feeling really dumb <laughs> now that <laughs> the game's free. Um, if, and if you don't know, Champions Online is basically um, a City of Heroes ripoff oh, okay. in, in some ways. You know, it's make a superhero. Super right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that's free to play. Um, 
interesting. It, it'll be something really to watch for, I think, because just this year, it's it's sort of it's a market that's sort of exploded, um, and it seems like it's suiting them well. I mean, uh, until it fucking crashes and everyone's like, no more free to play, then this could this could be a viable new type of, of way to well, do it's game. Been, it's been viable in other places, like you know, um, a lot of Korean like. Um, I guess a Korean MMO. What's the name of it? It's really big. I should know the name of it, but I don't. But I mean, there's a Korean MMO that people have been playing for years and years and years. And, I mean, they've been running this model for a long time. So I mean, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, and you know, it's finally reaching over here, or you know, if they're just realizing that, oh my God, you know, these these Koreans have it right. We should do something like this too. So, oh, I, I think mean, I know what you're talking. Is it not linear? Ragnarok. It's Ragnarok Ragnar- online. Okay. Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's been along for a really long time. It's been around for at least ten years. Yeah. And it still seems like it's going strong. People still act like they play, and I think RuneScape's like that too, right? I believe so. Well, that yeah. that's the that's the thing though, because it, it wasn't being done in in these kind of numbers before. So I mm-hmm. think now that more people are are kind of getting on the boat and seeing like, hey, this can kind of work as long as you're willing to kind of um, uh, be in it for the long haul. Then uh, I think it could it could expand. A lot of the companies, you know, they want the quick, they want the money up front, and they don't necessarily want to do a ton of risk at the same time. Yeah. So that's why maybe it, it not that's why not everything is free to play. Um, and there's so many pirates out there too. There's always going to be publishers or developers. They're like, you know what? Why why would we even like uh, entertain this idea when people are going to be pirating our game. We should at least make some money up front. So, it, it, it's all based on opinion, honestly. Um, or if this is, you know, I wonder if that sort of model is a good way for more independent developers to make their games. You yeah. know, if they were going to, you know, not necessarily something like an MMO, but maybe some other sort of game where there's a persistent universe, or, you know, this seems like to be the best that it works for. Yeah. And, I mean, you, you mean they could give it away for free, and if you, I mean, yeah, like you said, if your game's good, then you'll have people paying for other, you know, paying for DLC. Yeah, that's the key. Like, you can't just churn out any old game or any kind of cookie cutter game mechanic and assume that people will want to continue or start paying for it. Like, it has to be a decent game. So, um, yeah. So there's that. Uh, so yeah, free to play. It's cool. here. Play, <laughs> play things for free. Play Team Fortress 2 for free. It's awesome. Why would you want to play that anymore? Ugh. Anyway, it's a. <laughs> It's a fun game. Anyway, okay. Oh, here's something um, uh, unrelated completely. But something I thought had to be mentioned. They, the, this week, a lot of sites were reviewing Resident Evil The Mercenaries 3D for the 3DS. Yes. And um, a lot of people... You know, before the 3DS had um, super launched, I guess you call it, like that was one of the titles that was being announced and people were like oh shit resident evil in 3D on a handheld device i got to i got to get this i already knew it was kind of a bad sign when it was a game based purely off of a mini game <laughs> from from a main <laughs> game like it's the mercenaries mode from resident evil 4 but enhanced so that it has stuff from resident evil 5 ooh yeah, ooh, which is ooh. not enough for a game. But aside from the gameplay mechanics, which apparently still suck and are very tank-like, um, <laughs> there's a crazy thing they added. I think, I think maybe Capcom is getting a little pissy about um, not making the profits that they want because, you know, like any other developer, they have to face the fact that a lot of people sell back their games if they're either tired of it or need money or who knows whatever reason, you know, to GameStop or whatever. Um, so they instituted this retarded game save device where, um, let's see, you can't, once you start the save, you can't reset it and you can't delete it. So it'll only continue. (laughs) It's like you're stuck with that one save and it'll just continue the progress no matter what you do on that cartridge. How can you not, not delete it? I don't understand. Well, normally, for example, if you bought a used game. You don't want to start from the middle or the end. Yeah. You want yeah, to start exactly. from the beginning. This is forcing that save to stay in place and, and not not be deletable. And obviously, like the main, it has to be because they don't want people selling it back. And actually, GameStop um, ran into some problems where uh, was it GameStop? It's it's a couple stores that actually at first refused to accept that game as um, a trade in. 
and people are like, what the fuck? Let me sell you my game. Why, why are you denying us this for this specific game? And it's kind of dumb, but I think maybe their intentions were good because they didn't want people to be buying a used game that was plopping you right somewhere in the middle. But uh, I think they eventually relented, and I think now you, you can sell it back. But I would not, obviously, I would not recommend anybody buy it used because of this reason. Because <laughs> you can bet your ass that no one's going to be considerate enough to try to, like, I don't know, beat it fully or something. To Like, actually, you know what? I don't even know. If you beat it fully, will it, would it even let you get, have a chance to start over from the beginning? Maybe it's like Grand Theft Auto, where you, like, whenever you, even if you finish the game, you just kind of start up where you were you know yeah no that's that's exactly what i'm afraid of so yeah this is my my little warning to everybody that's even considering getting this game don't get it used don't just it's a terrible idea but the the idea that they would do that is just retarded beyond comprehension (laughs) gaming's big now i mean they want their money you know it says yeah but that's i mean that's already rubbed a lot of gamers the wrong way not to mention that the game itself is not particularly good Back so... in my day, we used to buy Sonic the Hedgehog for $10, and we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, Sonic the Hedgehog was fucking expensive back in the day. It was 50, yeah, games were $50 back yeah. then, too, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I remember buying Mario 3 for $55. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, when it was new. Yeah. Like, Mega Man 3 was $60. That's, that's back when gas was like a dollar a gallon. And I didn't have a Super Nintendo, but they uh, that was like well, at least $10 more per cartridge, yeah. right? Some There were a couple, was it fighting games? Was it Street Fighter that was like almost 70 It was crazy yeah. back in the day. Because cartridges were more expensive. Now they don't really have an excuse. They should be <laughs> selling it for cheaper. But... Um, yeah, it's a lot of people when they're like, "Oh, it was cheaper back in the day." No, it was about the same price. Yeah, actually, if it was probably even more if you consider yeah. inflation. Yeah, if anything, actually, it's cheaper yeah. now because a lot of uh, stores want to be competitive with each other. So yeah. I've been noticing this. Unless you're you're silly or you had to buy it on Steam, which they don't always have uh, pre-order offers. A lot of stores, Amazon, GameStop, all these places are competing with each other to at least knock off five, ten dollars usually more than $10 sometimes, um, if you pre-order, which they never did back in the day. Uh, if, if you try to do that in the 90s, they'd be like, what? <laughs> Why yeah. would I Well, they try to, they try to push that? a lot of extra content, too. It's like when I went in to buy L.A. Noir, they had a, uh, an extra case in there, and it's like, well, you know, I, I figured that, you know, usually they have on TV that people who pre-order get that extra case, but I guess that I got it, too, and I was like, oh, that's nice. I didn't, you know, it didn't sell me on it. <laughs> right. But... You know, I can. You know, there's always pushing that sort of stuff. You always see commercials that, you know, Gears of War came out. And I remember that they were pushing some extra thing for that, and Halo Reach came out, and they were pushing some sort of extra thing from that for from GameStop. There, I mean, that that's kind of another topic though, and that's one that I actually think is pretty problematic. The whole idea of I think we discussed this before, uh, having unique pre-order bonuses per mm-hmm. you know area that you buy it from or per location, and I think that. That is not great, especially when they offer abilities that your character can have. Like, I think we did talk about this with Infamous 2, how, like, oh, here's a grenade that you can't have in the game unless you get the pre-order code. So it's like, what? But it's a gameplay mechanic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That sort I mean, of stuff's game-breaking, but usually it's, like, something cosmetic. You know, you get a special helmet for your character or something like that. Well, fortunately, in that particular game, because I've been playing the crap out of Infamous 2, um... There's so many ability options to choose from. You don't actually have to do that. And ironically, a couple of those pre-order bonus abilities aren't really that good. So you'll think they're good, and then you'll buy it from the, that location, and you'll end up not using that ability at all. It's kind of stupid. Um, yeah, but that's that's the floundering of, of Capcom for this week. That's, I don't. Hopefully they'll learn a lesson, because the backlash has been kind of interesting so far. Seems like a weekly occurrence now. Oh, for Capcom? Capcom yeah, Capcom floundering. <laughs> well, maybe, I'm assuming maybe they're not making the profits that they want or something. So no. they're trying to resort to these other elements to, like, get back at... I mean, okay, a lot of companies don't like the fact that GameStop and those guys make money off of used games. Because they never see a dime of it. So I can understand well, why they're mad, but don't take it out on a gamer. It's just the nature of the beast. I mean, it's been going on for years and years. It's just, you know, it's just because, I mean, 
other forms of media seen the, see this sort of problem when they I mean when they're new. Like people sell music. I'm sure that people back in the '40s sold phonographs to each other. And people sell tapes. People sold tapes to each other. People sell CDs to each other. Right. People sell old copies of movies, VCR tapes. You know, Betamax when it was actually around. People sell old DVDs and Blu-rays. I mean, it's just that you know they think that they they the, the the guys who run these companies need to realize it's mostly the suits that do this. I mean, they need to realize that they aren't different from any other form of media, and they you know that they are subject. And no matter how, or how no matter how hard they how hard they try. People are gonna find find a way around it, right. you know. So I mean, they just kind of have to bite the bullet and just deal with the fact that yeah, that people are gonna resell your game and you're not gonna see any other scent of that. And is, I mean, is GameStop even making that big of a killing? Yeah, they are. I mean, that's I think more than actually selling the games, they're making more money from the the, the used sales. Because then, if it wasn't for that, they probably would have flown of gotten not gone under. Okay, they probably wouldn't have gone under, but they would not be doing as well as they're doing now. And actually, Amazon is starting to, I believe they've introduced the ability to trade in games as well. You never make that much money trading it in. I don't understand. I guess I'm too much of a pack rat. I'd rather just keep the games. I still well, I like have multiple copies of Metal Gear Solid 3. I don't know why <laughs> I do, but I didn't sell them. <laughs> I guess I'm a collector. Um, yeah, but that's, that's their... I like collecting the shit. That's cool. That's the best part. <laughs> Yeah, even the best is like when you pull out those old games and you find the manuals in there, and it's just oh, like, oh God. man, that's like some <laughs> weird little nerd out moment for me. Like uh, when I can find, uh, I had lost them a while back, but when I was at my parents' place where all my Nintendo games are, um, I found those, those are the best ones. <laughs> oh yeah, like the Nintendo find them in a dusty it's... box. The Nintendo... Uh, like my Mario 2 instruction manual that I had yeah. lost, and I Those found are... it, and I'm like, oh my god, because it has all the little drawings of him picking up... Like, <laughs> it's just... Manuals aren't that fun these days. And they're yeah. very they're very sparse in terms of their actual information. Right. So I miss... Like the Zelda one. Zelda 1 yeah. is that the best. That one's a collector's item now. Yeah. And I wish I, I actually did lose that one, and I don't oh. know where it is. Worth but like, that one had like little, little illustrations of what's her face Impa and like all the you know the story and stuff even like oh god I miss that stuff. But nobody wants to waste money on on manuals these days because oh, most people just start. It's not, it's not so much that as much as it is they can you know do that sort of exposition in the game now itself. Whereas well, back then it was like text, 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 and some poorly synthesized voice. <laughs> yeah, it, back then they didn't have a tutorial for most of these games. It's like, hey, buddy, level one, you better know what the hell you're doing because we're starting right now. <laughs> but know. now it's like because people don't read, <laughs> yeah. uh, they they have the little tutorial thing at the beginning, like press yeah. R1 to go up wall, press x to shoot things it's like, it's like a walkthrough level yeah which i guess is more immersive because it's like okay i'll maybe retain this information better because i'm doing it as i'm you know learning it yeah. but it's not as interesting from the manual viewpoint because like <laughs> there's nothing in there there's no nostalgia factor no yeah. but oh well um oh this is a this is actually just some minor thing that i thought was funny but uh i believe just today or wait no okay <laughs> recently whatever respawn entertainment which is the um people that used to be in infinity ward that went to start their own company released an image of um <laughs> of their upcoming game and uh wait let me, let me send it to you guys so you can see it at the same time uh, i wonder if this is what i, Ooh, I want to see um, look at the uh exclusive yeah. image which is a Just... giant fucking blur cool <laughs> wow that's really enticing me with the game yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is it. This is what I be, thought you were going to Oh, man. It, well, this, this picture's so brown. I've never seen a game recently that had a lot of brown in it. Uh, it actually still needs a little bit more brown. It needs, yeah. Well, it's got a lot of gray, so I guess that makes up for it. It's actually just a still image of Pixar's next film, Brave. <laughs> it does kind of look like the color scheme from that yeah. first from Brave. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I don't mean to go on a tangent here, but it looks like the best movie that any that any Disney-related company is going to come out with in a long, long, long time. Yeah. Tangled, Tangled was good. Yeah. I know, I know, but I mean, this one looks like actually halfway serious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be. Yeah. Um, well, please be halfway serious. It'd be nice. Well, you have a good chance of it because at least it's Pixar. I mean, if it yeah, was just I mean. Disney, 
that's what makes me think that it's going to be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, but this is not Brave, obviously, the, the Respawn Entertainment picture. And I, it's a very weird choice on their part. Like, I would think it's better just don't show anything. Because <laughs> yeah. no, what are you getting from a blurry environment shot that people yeah. can't make? I mean, is that like a, is that like a, a chimney in the middle? Like, wh- what is that? Yeah. I don't know what they're going for. And actually, it's it, it kind of from some comments on some uh, message boards, it sort of turned people off to the game. They're like, "Dude, I don't care about this," and actually, it's making me care less about it now that I see that <laughs> it's nothing. So, um, good job, respawn. Good job. Get it, respawn, because they're a new company from an old company. Uh, yeah, that's that must <laughs> it's have taken. Real witty guys. That's the joke. <laughs> that is the joke. <laughs> anyway, so that was just something weird I, I thought of. Um, so we have some. Uh, we actually have our very first piece of fan mail. This oh time. yeah, I want to. Yes. I want to read it. Should I read it on the air? I'm gonna read it. I want to read it. <laughs> you should read I it. saw it first. Yeah. No, I, I'm gonna see <laughs> I it. Saw hey, it I saw it first. You guys. <laughs> I wasn't here. I was asleep. I want to read it. Oh no, you don't get to do no, that. The founder of the podcast, Iggy, gets. You to can read, read the, any subsequent ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right, cool. all right well our our wonderful fan email comes from um angus who says uh, hello podcasters may i be the first to say congratulations for your awesome podcast why thank you very much um you provide joy to my thursday fridays and by sharing unique and expressive views about the industry as a whole, with a particular highlight being <laughs> Colin's optimistic opinions, yeah. are slowly healing the crater left by X3F. Oh, that's sad. X3F, by the way, if anyone does not know, was the Xbox fan cast, which was part of Joystick. And recently, Joystick got rid of their original podcast and X3F to try to make a newer, more professional-sounding podcast, which first episode, not so good. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll improve, but, you know, the first episode's always the roughest. They just need to listen to us, and they'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Anyway, the letter, the letter. Anyway, sorry. Although, I'm slightly confused as to what consoles you guys and girl have. I ask this because I am a hardcore Xbox 360 gamer, and I would like to game with one of you sometime. Now, unfortunately, I have a PS3, and I am also a PC gamer, and uh, so is David. But yes. Colin has a 360. I do have a 360, but I have hardly any games for it because um, of school. <laughs> um, <laughs> this brings up a, a good uh, a good idea, though. Um, if if we uh, so choose, maybe we should post some of our gamer tags for our preferred system. So if anybody does want to friend us and you know play games with us, they are welcome yeah. to do so. Um, soon enough, our list will be full, <laughs> completely full. Well, you can be, you know, you can you can discriminate. You can you can say, hey, this person doesn't write complete sentences. I don't know since, if I should friend them. Since I'm the since I'm the one who's supposed to be the the retro gamer, I should post my 16 digit Nintendo oh, your, friend code. <laughs> your Wii code. Yeah, and be like, oh, hey guys, no, no, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna put up my. Mario Kart DS with me. Here's my. I'm gonna put up my Pokemon friend codes. Oh. Well, I need to ask Adam what his. Uh, I forgot what his. He has a, a PS3, but I think he plays a 360 at work. Maybe, maybe you could post this 360 code. Um. So if you guys, do you guys want to post your name, your gamer tag? I'll have to do that. Yeah. But okay. Angus writes in complete sentences, which is nice. Yes. Maybe I'll have to add him. Very well spoken. Um, well, I'm kind of confused about whether he's being sarcastic about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, you know, you've got your charm. Um, okay, uh, let me finish reading. <laughs> let me finish no, reading. Okay, now before I go, I have a burning question to ask. Is it possible for people under the age of 18 to write for video games on a website? Or for, to write for a video game website? I'm 14 years old, and I want to become a video game journalist when I'm older. But I want to start writing on websites right now. <clears throat> I have a blogger page, 360joypad.com blogspot.com in case you're interested but uh, I want to be part of something bigger if you get what I mean thanks for the podcast Angus Gamertag Dark Elite 12 thanks for the letter yeah thank you very much Angus that was very nice of you Um, in terms of writing for video games I'm sure you you noticed uh, joystick.com recently actually had a um, uh, they were looking for writers but of course they had the requirement that you have to be 18 or older and unfortunately this is kind of the case with a lot of 
a lot of jobs in general, especially um, game journalist jobs. I would say um, your best bet, and actually, they, they it's funny that you asked this. They mention it on this week's, um, there's a, a video series called Extra Credit that's on the Escapists um, uh, website. It's really interesting. It talks about game development, uh, you know, from... Uh, uh, gamers on the inside, you know, their their approaches to things and what they think make, makes good games or not. Extra credit. Good to see that. But this week, I believe, they were actually talking about uh, breaking into reviewing games for a living. And what they said is, is very true, that um, it's actually more important that you start building up uh, a lot of articles first mm-hmm. before you get any job. And I know you're only 14, but you, you write pretty well so far, so that's a good You start. write perfectly fine. Um. Do keep doing what you're doing with your blogger page. Uh, you may also want to write, you know, maybe more introspective articles, uh, thorough game reviews that kind of are more of game analysis rather than just, you know, this is what I like, this is what I didn't like. Because a lot of people do that, but it 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 makes you stand out when you write something that goes a little bit further. And this is what the guys on Extra Credit um, wrote about. I'll, I'll in the show notes, I'll I'll post a link because they have some really excellent videos. Um, but yeah, so that's my uh, advice. Just write the hell out of everything <laughs> until you. Yeah, I, I mean, as a writer, I just say practice, practice, practice. Oh, and on top of that, practice some more. Because <laughs> I mean, you really—I mean—the more you write, the more you're going to find your voice. And you know, every writer has their own voice. And when you find yours, you're going to set yourself apart from everybody else. Exactly. So when so when people read, you know, if people read a game review by you, you would under you know they would they would read it. In your voice, and I mean that would make that would just set you apart. And people would let me, you know, they may like that about you. Some people may not, but I mean you're not going to be able to please everybody, right? Right. You just really want to write something thought-provoking, which mm-hmm. is sometimes difficult with game journalism. I mean, realistically, even the joystick guy said this: that um, you know, sometimes you're going to get an assignment, and it's going to be really boring, and you just have to say like, "Here's what happened today." And so those cases might not be the most exciting in terms of writing. However, you you know, every now and then you'll get a chance to write something really, really interesting that a lot of people will read. And uh, And so just just keep that in mind while you're writing. And you're independent now, so you can write about anything you want. That's true. Yeah, so, I mean, you could pick the most exciting thing you want to do. Because, for instance, I might be writing for an anime review site soon, I hope. Please, fingers crossed. (laughs) Um... That's all, you know, they, they, their reviews are a little more introspective, and, you know, like, you know, I, I, I haven't really written professionally. I've written a lot of academic papers, but, I mean, i never actually written professionally, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just came with practice, you know, I just like writing, I practice writing, and, you know, I hope to, I hope to write for these guys, and they're very introspective, so, yeah, just like what Edgy said. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, exactly, just, just keep doing what you're doing, it sounds like you're on the right track. Um, and the other thing too is don't be afraid to, you know, send tweets or, or kind of keep in contact with people that are probably, you know, not necessarily maybe editor in chief types because they might be kind of hard to get a hold of, but anybody you can, that's part of these, uh, it's part of the staff of one of these sites, because the more you can kind of stay on that radar, the better your chances when you actually are at a point where either they do need somebody or you are the right age, you know, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So a lot of people, I'll, I'll tell you honestly, a lot of people want to write for games. And some people have a weird idea of what it is. They think it's just, oh, I'm just going to play games all day and just write about yeah. it. But it, it, I've heard, you know, it can, it, sometimes it kind of can be a pain in the ass. <laughs> you know, you don't get to choose necessarily what you get to write when you get hired. You, you're told, like, look, this is what we need to cover. Make sure you do that. So um, this is your, your moment to shine, your moment to write all the really interesting articles you can um, do it now before you lose the will do it, do it now do it now do it now um yes anyway so thank you angus it was really nice of you uh if anyone else would like to uh, email us any questions or comments of course it's name of game podcast at gmail.com and uh you know visit us on our site and you can also post comments to our podcast episodes, which now we have a nice and tidy little URL. It's just in the name of game.com. So that should be very easy for everybody to remember instead of, was that in hyphen name hyphen dot blogspot.com. Yeah, that was way more complicated. So in the name of game.com is a a lot easier to 
to repeat to people. And we're um, still on iTunes. Yes, we are oh, on iTunes. Definitely on iTunes. Definitely. Um, oh, the other thing too, iTunes be very helpful if uh, if you have time to review us or give us some nice stars, five stars. Please. please. <laughs> please. Uh, because you know, the better the better we get reviewed there, the more better chances we have of expanding outwards and talking to everybody. Um, okay, so now that we've gotten the email portion out of the way, I actually have a couple things to uh, give away to people. So, you know, Ooh. E3 gave out a lot of shirts this year, but uh, they're all pretty large and I'm not really gonna, I'm not gonna wear them. Um, <laughs> I know I have a Skyward Sword shirt somewhere and I can't find the damn thing, so maybe that'll be for next week if I can find it. But I do have in my possession right now a large um, shirt from the Aliens uh, Colonial Marines uh, booth, which is pretty cool on the front. It says peace through superior firepower and it has a giant blaster. And on the back it has the cool aliens text with colonial marines on it. So um, the first person to email us at uh, nameofgamepodcast.gmail.com will get that. Uh, be sure to provide your uh, address so I can actually mail it to you. Because <laughs> that, that is a required piece of information. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, other than that... Actually, you know what? Because people get so paranoid about giving out information. Email me first. I'll let you know that you were the first person. And then give me your address. Just so you don't unnecessarily, you know. I understand that now that I think about it. Um, okay. Well, the second thing I have is a Uncharted 3 uh, multiplayer beta code. Uh, which you can enter anytime this week and get an advanced uh, access to the game, which, if you don't have PlayStation Plus, if you have PlayStation Plus, you probably already have this. If you don't, here's your chance. Um, or if your PlayStation Plus ran out. Um, so first person to use this wins. Um, it is PJ4JHGN25J96. So, People are uh, scurrying around to find a piece of paper and write Fortunately, you can just rewind this yeah, <laughs> and write it again. Um, yeah, so there's, there's the multiplayer beta. Uh, it, I'm sure they were not counting on the place, the, the PSN downtime happening because originally it seemed like an exclusive thing to have PlayStation Plus owners get, uh, early access. But then of course everybody was a PlayStation Plus, uh, subscriber because right. of the, the outage. So, uh, if you're one in, one in a million that didn't do that, then here's your chance. Huh. Yes. Um, cool. Yeah. So I, I guess that uh, kind of covers it. I dude. think that wraps it up for us uh, this yeah. week. Some interesting I'm stuff. I'm so pissed. I missed the First Amendment thing. <laughs> I'm so pissed. Uh, well, you can you can listen to it. You can listen. Yeah, I can to listen to it, and I can be able to you know add my two cents in. You can you can scream <laughs> into yeah. your headset and people will be like, what is wrong with this man? We need to get as far uh, away from him as possible. They're used you guys, to it by now. I forgot to mention it. this and this. Uh, um, I had a nice thing lined up and everything. God damn it. <laughs> uh, it's alright. I'm sure, knowing knowing Leland Yee, maybe this isn't the last we've heard from, from this particular thing. Who knows? Sure. I hope it is, but <laughs> somehow I doubt it. Is he from San Francisco or some other part of the state? Well, California. I don't know specifically where. Because the assembly is like the, the house, right? Is yeah. That how it works? Uh, yeah. wait. Or is the assembly like the entire, both houses? Uh-oh. <laughs> Man, you guys live there. I don't. I'm just... I, I, I don't know where he originated from, though. I mean... California. He's Asian, so maybe he's from San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Hey, I'm, I'm, that's, that's, uh, okay, here we go. California State there. Assembly Lower House. Lower House. Yeah, Lower so house? It's, like the, it's like the House of... Yeah, it's like the House of Representatives then. Okay, yeah. There you go. <laughs> you learn something I mean, new every day. Yeah. <laughs> and you even live there. You should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, God. I ch- <laughs> for some reason, I, I try to shut him out as much as possible. <laughs> I don't mean that. I just mean the fact that you don't know that the State Assembly is a lower house of your state legislature. Well, you... <laughs> You looked it up too. Everybody's guilty. Everyone's. I guilty. don't live there. Well, what about yours? For, oh, for, uh, no, Missouri, Missouri, Missouri has, Missouri has the uh, House of Representatives in the Senate, headed by the headed by the governor, who is uh, who is an elected position. And dude, I know all this shit. Don't worry, I'm going to be a social studies teacher. 
that's <laughs> dude. It sounds totally awesome. I guess when you're giving everyone F's. <laughs> yeah, totally. I do that all the time anyway. I'm not even a teacher yet. <laughs> oh boy. You guys get an F, by the way. Because you didn't know the I'm not in college anymore. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, um, so that's our show for today. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this that. week. Yes, Thanks for the letter again. We want more letters. We like them. We want letters. We want letters. I want letters. Letters from Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Even if the letters just say, you guys suck. Yeah, at least we know somebody's <laughs> listening to us then. That's feedback. I mean, that's, that's yeah. maybe. Not very constructive, but yeah, it's feedback nonetheless. Hey, I At the risk take... of sounding like a douchebag, <laughs> um, <laughs> once, once upon a time when I worked at Yield South Park, there was one episode, well, there was many episodes we did that got bad feedback, but there was one in particular we did that I remember getting, we got just like, so much bad feedback from critics and reviewers and everything. And I remember going to dinner that night with the crew, and I somebody, one of my coworkers next to me, I was like, "Dude, did you see all the bad reviews of our episode that aired last night?" And she was like, "She's like, yeah, I heard that. I heard that we got like two million bad reviews." Wow. And she's like, uh, "She's like, but I also heard that we got two million positive reviews." And she's like, "And you know what that means?" That means that four million wa- people watched our show last night. <laughs> exactly. Like, that is pretty rad, in my opinion. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess that's true. So, uh, yeah, even if it's bad emails, it's still good. <laughs> I mean, if you got constructive criticism, it's always welcome. I can that's take true. it. Um, all right, yeah. I don't know so, if I can, though. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll filter them out for you. <laughs> Um, again, it's a name of game podcast at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts. Until uh, next week, we will be playing games or being busy. Um, <laughs> see, see you guys. See you guys next time. Bye, everybody. I'm not going to sleep this time. I'm not going to sleep this time. I swear. Bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>